Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Greetings and salutations to the Church Solutions Podcast. I don't know what I just said there. Greetings and salutations. Yeah, is that what I said? That's what what does said. that mean? So, my name is Steve Lacey. Greetings okay. and salutations mean greetings and salutations. All right. So, Hello I'm Phil howdy. Thompson. What? Hello and howdy. All right. I'm Phil Thompson. He's Steve Lacey, as he just said. And this is the Church Solutions Podcast. And uh, we come to you every week via iTunes, via newmediaministries.tv, via YouTube. YouTube. Um, you can find different links on our website, like under resources, I think, for streamingchurch.tv. Because we do streaming video, uh-huh. we also do. What else do we do? Uh, we do Wake Church up. App Live and MyFlock.com. Church App Live and uh, MyFlock.com. Church App Live is mobile apps, MyFlock.com, uh, church management systems and websites. And I already mentioned streaming video. So yes. we're off to a good start. All right. So today uh, we're going to talk uh, about how to make the right hire for your church staff. So as, as you know, we do uh, tech-related things, and we talk a lot about tech-related things, but we also talk about church stuff, like leadership stuff, like practical things that enable you and hopefully help you pastor your church, lead your church, those kind of things. And we do that because we've been doing this since, since Eisenhower was president. Yes. <laughs> it seems that way, <laughs> but we've been doing it for a long time. So that's what we're up to today. So we're going to talk about some steps that you can take to hire, you know, somebody capable. Maybe your church is growing. Maybe you need to replace somebody. Maybe you just need to add staff, which is a good place to be. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you do? How do you find somebody that's going right. to fit in with your church? Right. So, you know, general rule of thumb is to hire slow and fire quickly. Hire slow, fire quickly. Yes. Explain that a little bit. So. You definitely, you want to take your time making sure you're, you're bringing on the right people. And so, and if you found you've made a mistake or things aren't working out, um, it's best to kind of bite the bullet and cut the cord and release the person yeah. onto bigger and better things as quick as possible rather than let things drag on and see right. if they get better or whatever. I, uh, I used to work with a general manager in, in broadcasting when I was in radio. I was still good friends with him today. And he used to say, when he, whenever he was going to let go of somebody, he used to call him in his office and say, well, feel like the Lord's moving you on. <laughs> <laughs> and one of my disc jockeys who uh, I think we fired and hired him a couple times said, yeah, Doug's the only one that can, you can walk in his office and feel really good about being fired. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but well, that's good. That's yeah, a good it trait. is good. Yeah. He's, he was always good at doing that. Yeah. So you want to definitely take your time and that's kind of getting into what we're going to be talking about. So, you know, in my former corporate days at the large aerospace company, yeah. I hired a bunch of people and what I found worked really well would be to bring in people on a kind of a temporary basis. So I hired a lot of uh, engineering students that were still going to school on a mm-hmm. part-time basis. Right. And so what that allowed me to do is take a really good long look at people mm-hmm. um, on a 
on a kind of a temporary basis. And if they were going to, if they looked like they were a good fit and they were going to work out, then we would offer them a full-time position. Yeah. So you see their skill set, you see their social abilities. Right. See how they're going to be. Yeah. Right. And the other thing, and then beyond that, we would also hire, we were hiring developers that did um, software development work. We would, um, we'd hire contractors or we'd hire people as contractors. So mm-hmm. we'd hire them as temps and say, this is a six month position. And if they weren't a good fit, so it allows you six months to get to know these people. Right. And, and so I thought it really, it, it worked really well for me and the people around me to be able to bring in people on that mm-hmm. kind of basis. So, and, and that's really the, that's a real slow hire. Yeah, it is slow, but it also gives you a nice little exit ramp if, you know, off ramp. If, yeah, if it's said, not working you say, out. hey, this was a six month gig, your six right. months are up. You know, um, sorry, but that that's what the commitment was. Right. It's, and if it works out, yeah. you know, otherwise, then, and so we would get, you know, I hired just a ton of different people, and a lot of them would say, oh, this isn't a good fit for me. I'm going to work for some other company when I. Mm-hmm graduate or sure. take a contract job. And so they'd kind of move on on their own. And those that it was a really good fit, then we'd make um, long-term hire. So how do we translate this to the church world? So, you know, you've put together some notes here. I and the way I, I correlate this is you've got, we've got volunteers. Right. So those volunteers is a good pool of people to, evaluate people for a for a hire. So the 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 part time or the beginning work would be let's let's have you volunteer around here for a while. Yeah. So I can get to know you. I, I like this model. I mean it's uh, and that's obviously what we're going to talk about today is uh you know really the first step I would I would suggest would be to build you know, a, a volunteer program at your church if you don't have one. And and you know, I'm I know there's people listening to me right now and go, oh you know we got a we got to set this up. We got to line this up. We got to make a program. And again, if you want your church to thrive long term, you're going to have to put some work in to some of these systems right. that are kind of under it, so to speak. And so, you know, there are some churches that just their volunteer programs consist of, hey, can we get somebody to do this? <laughs> you know, how about you? You know, and, and that's one way to do it. But if you can set things up, which we're going to talk about here in a moment, to have a little bit more of a systematic way of doing it, it, it will not only help your volunteers, your program accomplish more and take less stress, you know, from you, but also you could hire some people out of this. Right. And that's one way to, that's one way to hire somebody. So it's, one it's, of the constraints of, you know, going this route is, well, the person's going to need to be a volunteer, which needs, right. which means they're going to need to be local. Right. They're going to need to be. Yeah, so there are some cons with there this. Are. Another, I just, um, uh, I, I read or listen to a lot of books, mm-hmm. and I re-listened to just last week uh, the Good to Great mm-hmm. uh, book yeah. by Jim Collins. Yeah, I love that book. Yeah. So one of the one of the key stats. This kind of ties into this is. They talk about um, where the key executives came from, mm-hmm. and the companies that that became the great companies. Uh, I don't remember the stat, but it was like eighty-five percent. Uh, they came the the executives came from within the company, mm-hmm. as opposed to hiring from the outside. Yeah, yeah. So, and and the advantage of that for your church is that you know those people if they're volunteering, they chances are they have a good understanding of the vision. 
your mission, you know, right. how things work around the church. Right. And if they're still hanging around, if they can tolerate you as a pastor or, you know, executive pastor, whatever you might be listening to this, or maybe somebody on the board of directors, you know, if they can tolerate you as a volunteer, then, you know, there's probably a pretty good chance you might be able to work together, you know, right. uh, not always, but it could be. So this is one way. So so what we're advocating here in this particular podcast is consider, you know, some volunteers and, and hiring from a volunteer base, which we're going to kind of get into some of these things here in a second. I keep saying that. Of course, the other option is to, you know, go a different route. Yeah. And, put an ad out and yeah. interview people. and Right. Which could, you know, it could work, you know. I, I Here's my key to, to, to me, every job I've ever had, and I've had a lot. Because uh, I'm getting old now, but uh, it's it's usually relationships that that somehow or another build the bridge, mm-hmm. you know. And so almost everywhere I've ever worked, it's because I've had a relationship with somebody that was either the head of the company or you know on that. So anyway, let's just move into this. So first thing I I would encourage you to do is is you know build your volunteer program. So maybe you're not looking to hire right now. But if you're if you're pastoring a church, you hopefully want to grow and you want to see things happen. So, uh, you know, as we just said, a lot of the, the the people at staff could come out of this volunteer program and they would have a good understanding. Uh, so, how do you do that? Uh, I would strongly encourage you to make uh, to, to get volunteers on board. And, and really solicit, if I can use that word, volunteers. And, and, and so when you have meetings on Sundays or whatever you have, you know, you should always have something in your program, something, some information on your table, something maybe on your slides if you're showing video or projecting things on the wall between services or whatever that really encourage people to get involved as a volunteer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are people sitting in the pews, if you have a pew, and there are Churches listening to us that have pews. Uh, there are people sitting in your church right now. Many of them want to get involved. They just don't know where to start. You see what I'm getting at? Mm-hmm. You're looking at me like you just <laughs> swallowed a canary or something. Uh, but uh, yeah, there are people that are looking to get involved. And, I, and honestly, that when people get involved in your ministry, that they're going to probably stay and 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 add to what you're doing there. So uh, really, you want to you want to utilize as many outlets as you can. Uh, your newsletter, so anything you've got. Just being aggressive with making it known that you are always actively recruiting or, or looking for volunteers, yeah. right? So. And, and depending on your different departments in your church, I mean, it could be audio, video, it could be children. I mean, every church I know, unless you're going the wrong direction, needs children, people to help with the children, needs children ministries and stuff. So but so you can break it down and, and be specific, not just, hey, we need volunteers. Come help us. You know, that, that's not the creative way to do it. Right. Uh, and I'm going to get into how you can do that in a second. But but uh, you can put in different things that you've got going on, different ministries, and 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 one of those ministries might attract somebody, right? You know, because you know it's so you have gifts and talents. Specific and yeah, be specific you... in what you're looking for. So again, you really need to develop, I think, a culture of volunteerism, if I can right. use that word, okay, and and really make that a part of your church. Uh, so. Uh, are we are we going to be walking through each of the points that you've laid out in our notes, or are we we're going to talk? Yeah, let's walk through the points. So, so, so build a we kind of build a volunteer program. We talked about that. Okay, and then advertise for volunteers. 
Yeah. And that's, you kind of talked about that to yeah. a certain extent. Develop a culture of volunteer, volunteerism uh-huh. is, the, is my, my, my third point here. Uh, so let's get over to volunteer orientation because to me that's a very important thing. Most churches don't do this. I shouldn't say most. A lot of churches don't do this, but there should be some kind of a setup where you have, I think, this is just me speaking here, I think you should have some kind of classes or whatever you want to call them to, that help people discover their gifts and talents mm-hmm. and then lead them to the next step, which would be getting involved in ministry. Uh, now, not everybody does that, but it might be good because a lot of people like to learn about themselves. So, yeah, and you're referring to uh, the most popular thing out there is the shape, right? Well, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's the most popular. It's, it's something that I've grown uh, up with. Yeah, I was the most uh, familiar with. So. In the last 20-some years, yeah, because yeah, we've used it at, at the churches you and I were at. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and it's a Rick Warren deal. It's, it's shape, spiritual gifts, your heart, which is your passion for things, uh, your experiences, experiences uh, how do you spell heart? Uh, shape, S-H-A, <laughs> your abilities. Yes. So S is spiritual gifts. P is your, I'm way off track. Shape, here. right? We're H is your heart. A is your abilities. P is your personality. And E is your experiences. Yes. Are your experiences. So if you can come up, and we talked about this in a, in a podcast earlier, right. a few months ago. If you can develop something like that, it doesn't have to be crystal clear or the same thing, but something like that, uh, it, be, it begins to create a culture of volunteerism and you can actually get people they can learn about them themselves in, in the places yeah. that meet their shape and everybody likes to kind of discover more things about themselves you know right. everybody likes oh you know i didn't know i had this gift you know i, didn't know I, didn't. I was an eftj yeah you know something <laughs> like that and 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 so you can attract that and then you can begin to steer them towards something that they're gifted at something right. that they have as a they, talent for right as opposed to trying to put somebody that can't sing you know uh, in the band or on the choir, you know, right. in the choir, you can kind of get away with it sometimes because there's other people out there. But you know what I'm getting at is putting people in the wrong place can screw things up. Mm-hmm. And and so as we talk about hiring people here, creating a culture of volunteerism will lead to that down so, the road. So away. this is, would be this fits under the orientation, volunteer orientation. Yeah, I would say, or, yeah, I would say that you you want to get people involved. Uh, the training part, which would be in the next point here, I feel like we're all over the map today, yeah. but it's probably because I am. Um, hopefully, people are keeping up with what we're saying here. The, the other thing with the with, when with volunteering is, you know, you've got to train these people, and there there should be some kind of a system. A program that you can have, depending on whatever it is. I mean, you know, we, we got a guy. You know, I I I, uh, I work. I do this full time, but then I work on the weekends for a church part time, and I'm their executive pastor. And I didn't start in that position. I started out an experienced pastor. And if you don't know what that is, listen to one of our past podcasts. But you know, I, I've got a bunch of stuff on my plate now, more than I really want. But I've got some great people in certain positions now. Mm-hmm. Like my audio video guy, he's you know he's he actually worked for the same company you did, aerospace industry, you know, uh-huh. whatever that was, NASA or whatever it is you worked. But uh, he, Steve didn't work for NASA, but uh, it was Raytheon. But anyhow, the he's got a nice little system set up where he has people come in and he's you know he trains them. 
You know, it's all systematic, uh-huh. and and it's he does a great job. I you assume know. he has some apprentices or yeah. or interns. He's or got a and he's doing audio audio video, so you know it's a little more technical. So you have to kind of but right. but you know if you you can do that for children's ministry, you can do that for music. You know, get people sit in on practices, not necessarily be on the platform yeah. Sunday. I but know they my wife has just started a new role at our church, and she was um, talking about her orientation, which she. Um, they basically walked. She she kind of shadowed somebody that was doing what she was going to be doing, right? And and then basically she shadowed them for a week and said, "Okay, you're on for the next week." And she was mm-hmm. a little panicked and I'm not ready. I don't know where. I am. But yeah. she managed. So, yeah. but it was a good way to rather than just throw her into the deep end and right. say, "But there's somebody with her." What's she doing yeah. over there now? She's a. Uh, they have a a clever. Um, there's greeters, meters, eaters, and seeders. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So she is, I think they call it eater. She, she's the one who prepares all the uh, food and snack stuff and kind of manages the, the coffee and the snacks. And they and call stuff. that an eater? Because I, I would think, think an eater would so. be somebody that would be, and that'd this be is a completely verb. unofficial be eating. Yeah, somebody came up with this about. Because I would be an eater. I'd the, love to the be. The greeters and the seeders and the right. eaters. And no, <laughs> it's, it's a fun little thing. I could see Jeff or somebody. No, they didn't. I think it was just one of the volunteers came up with oh, it. Oh, that's a good oh. idea. Yeah. yeah. Little, put a little pizzazz into your <clears throat> yeah. people walking in the door. Sure. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, so anyhow, you, you got to have some kind of a systematic for training. And again, remember here, we're talking about how to make the right hire. But, you know, if, if you want to get somebody that's got some experience, that knows your church, the volunteers would be a good place to start, uh, provided, of course, you have these things in place. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, so volunteer training is important. And then um, I would move into the next point, and that is uh, as you're working with volunteers, create really some kind of benchmarks or standards. All right. So, I mean, the whole idea, this is, <clears throat> excuse me, this is the, um, this is your pool of talent that, right. I mean, these are going to be your hires, your potential, potential hires. Yeah, potentially, maybe right. some of them. I mean, not right. everybody. Right. So, this would be, I mean, this fits into the whole hire slow process. So, right. yeah, you want to create some standards around uh, what your expectations are, what their expectations are, that sort of thing, right? I, I think so, and I think, and again, this this is where, you know, I, I know that there are some people that are overwhelmed that are listening to us right now. If you're a pastor, uh, you know, maybe you're, you're feeling like, oh, one more thing to do. But if you have material, if you have, like, uh, so, manuals. <laughs> right, okay. That, uh, so, the, I would assume standards would be show up on time. Yeah. Show up when you say you're going to show that up. That would be good. Uh, those sort of, I guess, those would be minimum standards. Those huh? are the minimum standards. Come, uh, but but uh, you know, come and and stay late. But come early and stay late. But but what I'm getting at here is is you know there should be uh, a little volunteer description, so to speak, of different areas. Oh, okay. Ministry. Kind of a handbook of. Yeah, I would think these so. are the responsibilities and. Yeah. Yeah, we've definitely done that in the past. I, I think it's important, you know. Especially in the recruiting process as well, as, or the as people are going through their shape, they can say, oh, I'm geared towards this. Let's go read the description of activities right. for each of these different roles. And, you know, uh, you could get a volunteer to actually put that together. You know, it's not, yeah. not you, the staff person doesn't necessarily have to do every single thing here. Uh, you could get a volunteer who's, who's heading up that area or involved in that area, say, hey, put together a little booklet or a little manual of, you know, what makes things work in the children's department mm-hmm. or 
you know, whatever it is, landscaping department of your church or maintenance, you know, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Put something together so that way there's a little standard there, a little bit of a idea of what they're getting into and how they would do that. So, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just, again, uh, you know, these kind of things, are, we're looking at building a groundwork for something that hopefully as your church grows, it's a good foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to volunteers, and then you can hire people from that area there. So that's what we're getting at here. All right. So we got our the last point here you talked about is um, value the heart. Value leadership. the heart. What do you mean by this? Uh, it really comes down to passion and leadership is what it really comes down to. So there's a difference between someone who has, you know, the ability, the capacity to run the equipment per se, and somebody, sorry, the cat just fell down. And somebody who uh, can just do the job. You know what I mean? Uh, and you really what you what you're looking for is leaders. Somebody who's able to lead, uh, because there's lots of people out there. And again, as we're talking about volunteers here, uh, in, in when I did broadcasting for years, I, I had the privilege of helping to start a couple stations, and uh, we we basically. Uh, it was really tight financially because we're a Christian radio station and we're trying to do all these things. And so we decided to come up with this intern program and we decided, actually it was my general manager who really pushed it to let's, let's kind of have all our announcers all be interns with the exception of maybe one or two. So to do that, I had to train these people. So then I thought, well, if I'm going to train these people, I want to make some, you know, a little extra. I'm putting extra time into this thing. I'm spending evenings working with people. I need to be compensated. So I came up with a broadcasting school. Oh. <laughs> and 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 so we actually charge people a very minimal amount to go through our broadcasting school. And it, I can't remember how long it was, but it was a period of So the uh, interns would pay for the They paid for the school. They okay. paid and uh, uh but when in and we had two stations and so in return we had them on one station uh, where they didn't do a lot of talking, but they they did they pushed a lot of buttons and mm-hmm. you know made sure the 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 programming was going on mm-hmm. you know on, on the radio station and those who were really good uh, you know we we maybe started to use them for commercials and maybe even put them on the air mm-hmm. on our FM station and so we kind of this whole process we. We found the good people, and I, I hate to say the word good people because mm-hmm. they're all good people, but the ones that were really talented, yeah. the ones that were really, you know, had kind of the, the right. niche for it, uh, yeah. we gave them jobs, paid jobs. And, and yeah, this is a fairly common approach. More you, you talk about that, I think of um, a guy that I worked with uh, that owned a um, graphics company, mm-hmm. and he, he started with youngsters, and I've actually done this with my company here as well is brings it brings in um, some young interns and trains them mm-hmm. on how to use photoshop and kind of right. yeah. it's kind of an outreach ministry thing on bringing just offering computers and expertise and stuff to train these guys up right. and what happened is some of those that that were more talented he'd end up turn around saying well, how would you like to come and you know work for me right so yeah. It worked out really well. Well, and you know, our my little broadcasting school, which we ran for just a few years, uh, there are still people on radio today that because of my school. broadcasting school. Wow. And and uh, they're over at other stations, mm-hmm. and a lot of them over at the other Christian station here in town. Uh, I mean, a number of them. I mean, where I'm, I'm talking more than just one or two. I'm talking, you know, probably at least 10 that I know of. And in fact, I was driving across country one time years ago 
uh, I think on my way to Kansas to start that church in Kansas. And I heard one of my announcers on <laughs> in Albuquerque of all places huh? and I actually called him, got him on the air and talked to him a little bit. And he'd gone through my broadcasting school. Wow. Uh, and so, uh, and I say my, I mean, there was other people to help me do it, but, uh, uh I brought in different people from different right. stations. So anyhow, what's this have to do with church stuff? Okay. Oh, with hiring, with this, hiring people. This is and, all. Yeah, all yeah. geared around hire from within, right. train people up, set some expectations, right. have a have a program that is a, a trial period kind of thing. And right. so, and 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 again, we, as we wrap this up, place a higher value on people who have a heart, you know, for your church. Uh, probably even above those who have raw talent. Mm-hmm. So what I'm getting at is that they they have a heart, they have a passion, and hopefully have the ability to lead to lead teams. Because if you're going to hire a staff person, eventually, they've got to be able to be a leader. Right. <laughs> it's not going to work if they can't lead. You know, I think it's, I don't know who is John Maxwell says, you know, if you think you're a leader and nobody's following you, you're just going for a walk in the park. <laughs> and and that's really kind of the way it is. And, and so I always look for that in churches when I'm working with churches. I always look for, you know, who's doing what and, and are there people you know that that he's got he or she has gathered around them, and are they leading those people in mm-hmm. a positive way? That that to me is a good indication of somebody that's uh, either a future staff person or at least a future leader in the church. So anyhow, that's right. it in a nutshell. So uh, you agree with us? Disagree with us? You have suggestions when it comes to hiring people for your church? Uh, and again, we kind of snuck in the volunteer thing under this a little bit because I think volunteerism is very important in your church. We'd love to hear from you. Support at streamingchurch.tv. Support at streamingchurch.tv. And we'd love to uh, get your feedback on this stuff or anything else that we've done. And uh, we, uh, we certainly appreciate you giving us a review on iTunes. Just look for Church Solutions Podcast and give us a review. You know, All right. Tell us Sounds what you great. Think. Yeah. All right. Or you can catch us on Somewhere on YouTube under streamingchurch.tv, the audio, and uh, newmediaministries.tv. And uh, check out our websites while you're at it. So streamingchurch.tv, churchapplive.com, and myflock.com. And those are all we got right now. But we're working on something else, too. That's right. We'll unveil that sometime down the roadways. Folks, uh, he's Steve Lacey. I'm Phil Thompson. We hope that you have yourself a great day, a great week, what's left of it. We will catch you next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care.